This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hello, and welcome back to Betch Slapped. I'm Jordana. I'm Samantha. And we are the Betches. And we're so happy to be talking to you. Yes. As usual. Exactly. And to each other. So this week, not super insanely exciting news. The best thing we've got is that Ben and Lauren from The Bachelor have broken up. Yay. Um, Is it a yay or is it like a sad situation or is it like, do you think they did this strategically the week before the Bachelorette premiere so that people would either care more about the Bachelor or less about their breakup? Something smells of that. Yeah. There's like some sort of timing thing here. Right. I mean, Chris Harrison's going to do like a pre- pre-premiere like sit down remember when he did that with Andy about like her breakup with Josh oh, it was so weird I really hope that we don't have to hear about it it's like once you break up like you lose rights to us caring at all I mean you did buy the book detailing Andy and Josh's breakup yeah but so it's true but I don't like, know if you're you're the one to exactly say that no but like that's different when you have what was like, it called it's not okay it's not okay <laughs> when you have a dysfunctional couple I want to hear about that more how do than, you know they're not dysfunctional they just they're not I actually would love to hear about any dysfunction they have because it's not obvious. Like they look like they were like kind of happy. So I feel like it's with Andy and Josh, you just knew that was like going to be a train wreck. Right. Because Josh was obviously like a douchebag and Andy was like not not I don't know. She was not going to necessarily like go along with it. I'm curious what happened to Ben and Lauren because they looked so happy and they looked like so in love and even on like may 3rd or something he wrote like this really nice like i'm so proud of my girlfriend and posted this picture of them like kissing he must have actually been kind of in like not that great to her but what makes you think it was him and she wasn't just like i like caught a glimpse of like their after show and i remember like she was she had like a lot of insecurity issues about the fact that like people were saying he was like still in love with jojo and like just like i don't know she wasn't like that memorable of a castmate so i feel like my impression of her is that she's one of those girls who's like everything appears perfect and she's very focused on making everything seem perfect and great but in reality she's probably like maybe has a stick up her ass and i feel bad saying this i don't know her you know in a weird way like i just basing this off nothing putting herself out there for you to judge on national but here's the thing like i'm basing this off of like nothing other than just like the general weird (laughs) vibes i get which are totally baseless as long as you preface it with that i don't think you can speculate all you want she just seems like one of those people who's so contrived and their image is so like manicured that it's like too I don't know. Right. I mean, I don't know her. Mostly from what we see on Instagram. But it's funny about like Josh and Andy because like obviously that was a train wreck rating to happen, right? But when they, I think when her season aired, I was, it was like three years ago maybe. Yeah. I I, liked her season. Yeah. I liked her season. And I remember, I think I was, we were like 24 Mm -hmm. when her season aired. And I remember thinking like, I'm so excited about like Andy and Josh. Like I love this match. I'm like, oh my God. Like it's like. You love it's Josh. So great. I love Josh. Josh oh my is great, God. Blah, blah, blah. I and then, Josh. like, now I'm like so old and so much more mature. And I'm like, oh, like, clearly he's like kind of an asshole. Like, the signs are all there. But, like, my 24 right. year old self is like obsessed with Josh. Right. I also thought, like, oh, there's Andy. She's like a serious person. She's, she's like a, a lawyer. lawyer. Right. Like, okay. Like, I'm sure she's a serious lawyer. Yeah. Oh, I never knew she thought she was a serious lawyer. They had, like, in her intro shots, they had, like, her, like, in a courtroom being like, I'm like a serious, if you have to say I'm a serious lawyer, then You're like, not. then it ain't so. I don't know. I just feel like, <laughs> I just feel like with the whole Bachelor franchise and like we've talked about this a lot throughout the last season is that like 
the bloom is off the rose, no pun intended. And like, it's all just such bullshit. Like, it, I, I don't buy any of it anymore. Oh, like, especially because there's so much money to be made. Like, yeah. more so than there was like more even now. a year ago. Yeah. Like, there's just, if just every episode that you make it further on The Bachelor probably makes you like another lifetime half, half a million dollars. Not. No, not half a million dollars. Probably like no, because you, you lifetime, only lifetime have, amounts. You really only because have that's one more. That's how much PR is that for you for your personal brand for you to true. sell fit to. But you, think, I'm not uh, saying like a year even. I'm saying like in the course of your lifetime, every extra episode that you manage to like claw your way in, like you think. I feel like maybe I don't think so. I feel like your the earning power sort of peaked. I feel like it is peaking. Or peaked this year because now you can't even no one who goes on the bachelor you can't be a regular person and go on the bachelor you can't go and pretend to be a regular person and go on the bachelor it's like but you're really only you're you're basically taking all the people who could have potentially competed on the bachelor for love filtering them out and basically saying like the you not only have to like be willing to like submit yourself to this like show and like abc and all their stipulations but you're actually submitting yourself to like all the trolls on the internet and all the like all like all this like crap that comes with being Instagram famous. And if you don't have like what it takes to be Instagram famous, <laughs> seriously, it, it takes something. If you don't have that, it then takes, you can't go on the bachelor to find love. So right. pretty but much I think like you're taking, taking criticism has like always been a bachelor thing. Now it's about I think it's more about like the money. Right. But, but now it's all people who are like, I'm going on and like I probably don't even they they all know like this probably won't work out with this person like right. most, they're not most, going they on like, to find for the right reasons yeah, and they don't even know who the person is a lot of the times so they're like they're just sort of they're, they're people going who, on like whose careers are not advancing in the way that they wanted them to advance or they, they just thought they'd be, be at TV. A, they thought they'd be at a different point at, the, at this point they have not that much to lose and they're like hey if I like play my cards right I could be either like the next bachelor and make like a lot of money and like get to like make out with a bunch of people and like it's not embarrassing at all to be the bachelor or mm-hmm. like i'll like ha- go like travel a few places again make a lot of money by like getting all these followers and it's just kind of like if you have like a serious thing going on you're not going on the bachelor right right it's like, like a great like i really want to be famous i like kind of i like don't mind being a reality star don't mind exploiting myself a little bit right I have nothing else going on let's try it Right. Yeah, exactly. If you have something else going on, you're not going to go on The Bachelor. But like now it's well, like it's think about it in life. The chances of you being a match or in any sort of way, even like attracted to any random person. Sean and Catherine. Is, OK, but that like fine. I like them. But like in general, the chance of being attracted to any one given person and then like their soulmate is so unlikely that like. You're saying, oh, it's actually going to work out for me, like on The Bachelor, right? Like, it's well, that's just, you have to know that it's not likely, and that you're really going on there to get famous, and like maybe you can use it to promote your personal blog or whatever. But right, think well, about, that's like, why Vanessa. It's, that's why it's bullshit. Think but about Vanessa. That's why. That's why I kind of like love Rachel. I'm really excited for her. I really like her because if you look at her Instagram, she's terrible at it. She just and- had a niece. As of six hours ago that she posted on Instagram. Oh, okay. Well, like, so I'm saying that's like a nor- that's like the way that's like nice. a person who was even like bad at Instagram would still post. Yeah. Like she doesn't post a lot. She doesn't post like her cool outfits like that she's wearing that she like probably wants people to like pretend to like or, right. to like to love to like want to. S- she doesn't sell shit. She doesn't even like show herself as like having this glamorous fake lifestyle. She like seems really chill. And I think partly is because she's like I think she was 31. She's probably at 31 or 32. And she one just doesn't know how to use it. Right. She's not like the 22-year-olds who like get 
who have been like watching the show for years and trying to audition like Corinne and two I just think she's like actually well at least what I picked up from this show again we don't actually know her uh Rachel if you're listening please come on the podcast yeah we love you um you're a real person no I just think she's just like she seems super down to earth like she's like almost like the best people on the show are the people where you're just like I don't understand how the fuck you got on like you wound up on the show like who like what series of events kind of happened to like make you get here but I feel like it was an accident and I'm like into it right I agree (laughs) I think maybe they're trying to make it into like more genuine again and that's why they have her and I think that she is going to be good for that because I truly feel that it's like she's not contrived she's not full of shit like she's just not like right and I think for that reason the ratings might be lower (laughs) I think the ratings will be lower too Um, because like it's only it's the ratings go up when you have someone like a Juan Pablo or a Corinne who just like they just make it like a shit show. Like, right. Because they just want to get as much exposure and like things written up about them. And the crazier you act and the more insane you are, the more like the more you're written up in Us Weekly. So right. I get it. Um, yeah. People want to tune in to see what is this person going to do this week? What are they going to do next? Not like let's watch this person act normal and genuine. Like we've said before, there's right. nothing interesting about a happy, functional, healthy relationship. Right. No one wants no to, one wants watch, to that, watch that, 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 that shitty TV. Yeah. You just want to hopefully be in one. So speaking of um, of dysfunctional, terrible relationships, um, we got an email, a reader response to our – the last time that Sammy and I were on the the podcast together – we we went over the Bill O'Reilly sex scandal, yeah. sexual harassment scandal. Just for those of you who aren't aware, he's a sexual right. harasser and he got fired from Fox. Finally, yes. Um, listen, so we talked so about listen it. to that. It, um, if you if you need a little more background, it was about two or three episodes ago. Um, but anyway, we got an interesting response, and we like to read conflicting responses because we're all about open dialogue here. Unless someone really really disagrees with us or like thinks we're terrible, in which case you can go fuck yourself. Just kidding. No, we open. We, <laughs> no, we you should them. email us. Yeah, if you, you want us to go fuck ourselves us. too. Yeah. You should definitely should. We might not read it, but like we'll no, re- we'll read it. We'll we might read just it. mock not, you, yeah, and to call like tell. But this I, I actually appreciated. So this was yeah. a response to the National Conservative Collegians to our um, from the National Conservative Collegians. So like yeah, all sorry. the conservative collegians, like all Got three together. of them, <laughs> yeah, like all three of them. Oh no, we're come kidding. on, there's definitely a shit ton out there. We just live. We're in New York. We live in New, we live in New York, I'm making, so we think there's three. I'm making a joke about the liberal media elite bubble that exists on college campuses. LOL. They get it. <laughs> Trust me. The National Conservative Collegians understand. If you're listening. Okay. They are. Yes. So spoiler alert. I am not Bill O'Reilly. I loved the conversation on the last episode and thought I could add another viewpoint to that discussion. I think you guys were right to be upset about the whole Bill O'Reilly situation. As a younger conservative, I don't like him. He seems to be an older generation guy who is out of touch. And after hearing all the bad things about him during the divorce, I wasn't surprised to hear the sexual harassment allegations. Same. However, I think you misidentified the problem with Fox viewers. You said that Fox viewers just don't care about sexual harassment, and I, think, and I don't think that's the case. The bigger problem is that our country has been split into two teams, Democrats and Republicans, and a lot of times we care more about winning for our team than upholding the truth and standing up for what's right. The Bill O'Reilly scandal is the big one on the Republican side right now, but the Democrats do it too. So many Democrats in the media were quick to jump to Bill Clinton's defense during his numerous rape allegations, including Hillary publicly shaming the victims into silence. At the end of the day, some powerful people take advantage of their power, and their companies or political parties will defend them. This is just the reality of a of politically polarized country and media. When we split the country into two major parties, good and bad people are bound to exist on both sides of the aisle. When somebody on our team does something wrong, people have a hard time believing it because they like other things about the person. Uh, that person's other views or, or subjective good deeds can make them believe that they 
uh, believe that any accusations aren't true. That's why it was so tough for people to believe the Bill Cosby accusations, even after the fact, because let's get real, he was America's dad. He was on everyone's team. Both sides are guilty of this, and it's really just human nature at play. Of course, that doesn't make it right, and we need to do something about it. If sexual harassment is wrong, it's always wrong, regardless of who does it, and we need to stop giving free passes to people we, d we agree with, while giving double condemnation to people we don't agree with on politics. This is a great issue for both sides to get behind. We'd love to hear your take on this and keep up the great work with the podcast. I thought that was a very well thought out, well written email. And I have to say that um, I agree. I agree too. And I think that a lot of times we talked about this, like we'll be like, why would someone like support Donald Trump? That must make them a bad person. Like all this. We, I still we, kind of think that. <laughs> right. This is what I'm saying. So like this person just gave us a response that was like very well thought out and rational that we agree with. Right. And like, I don't know this person, but I, I don't think they're a bad person. Like, like I think that that's sort of like, it goes to the fact of like, Getting someone's political views, knowing what they are, and then conflating them with, like, what kind of person they are. Are they good or are they bad? And, like, ultimately, we know that there are good people who are Republicans and good people who are Democrats and bad people who are on both sides. And, like, why someone chooses to believe in a Republican principle or a Democratic principle is, like, so – like, there's so many other factors to that than, like, what the facts right. are and, like – well, yeah, like we like I think it's more about like we should judge people's actions, whether they're Bill O'Reilly right. or, or Bill your Clinton. friend or Bill Clinton or your Bill Cosby or right. your or Michael Jackson. Bills. So or, many bills are such Watch out bags. for the bills, guys. Yeah. <laughs> like or it's like your friend who's like a Republican or whatever they right. are. Look and at like, like who they are as a person, not necessarily like. Right. Because like you can't know what a person like someone could be like embezzling money like i doubt bernie madoff was a republic maybe he was i don't know like he probably was no he, i feel like he was probably just like a anyway liberal guy. what Whatever. someone believes politically doesn't really say anything about who they are as a person um although their explanation for certain uh political beliefs may or may not that's that make that's true because i do think i do think that it's not not okay to judge people on their political beliefs when you've heard their reasoning yeah the reasoning is totally and you can disagree with their reasoning. And I think that, like, they're – I mean, again, like, I see what, what – the Donald Trump thing is a good example because, right. like, we as, like, Democrats or liberals think everything he, he does and says, like, who could possibly think that, like, that was ever okay? When, like, I can sort of almost see how there's, like – it's, like, so many little things mm -hmm. that, like – for if it were like a Democrat doing it, whose ideals we otherwise really believed in, it would be like kind of tough for us to, well, to I be think, like. I think when it comes to Donald Trump, it's different because he doesn't have ideals. So like, right, it doesn't well, he's really just like kind of a sociopath. So he's a little bit of an exception. But I, had he been a normal person, let's say I he was like Mike Pence, right, or even George Bush. George Bush, I love him, miss him. <laughs> he's so cute. He's just With adorable. His painting, yeah. His little painting. He's a little like it. he's like a dog. Like Can little you, ears. I, it's so weird because I feel like when he was president, we were like in like middle school or high school, and like he was just like among like he was just like the devil. And he now was the devil. He's like, oh my god, wouldn't that be so lovely if like George Bush were president? right? Like all he did was get us into a war that we didn't need to be in. That was that was amazing. Right. Like who cares? Right. <laughs> yeah. Although 
Yeah, whatever. whatever. Anyway, um, thank you for writing yeah, National that Conservative Collegians. If you have any other, if you disagree with us on any other points, um, please email us at slapped at betches.com. Or if you have another question for your batch for us, please email us. We have yeah, another. You are, d- wait, this is this is a call to you or anyone. It doesn't have to be the Conservative Collegians. Yes. Anyone who disagrees Liberals or can agree. write into. Bill O'Reilly, we're still waiting. Yeah, wait, please, Bill. Please, anyone who Bill Cosby, you're also welcome we'll to write in. Clinton. Yeah, you're <laughs> probably so weird. you're probably not doing much these days, Bill Clinton. So if you want to come on the podcast, like we have a seat for you. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So anyone can write to us, agree or disagree, at slapped at betches dot com with your opinion, with your advice, with something you want us to talk about. Email us. Yes. Um. Would you like to really read the second dear betch, which this yes. week is from a man? Yeah, I really like this one. I read it earlier. Okay, dear betches, male listener here. Isn't that exciting? And he seems like he's a loyal listener due to certain things he says later. Okay. In need of some DTR advice to avoid becoming a fuckboy. For the last three months, I've been seeing this girl usually once or twice a week with a few sleepovers and full days mixed together, mixed in as well. She's met my siblings and friends and they all love her. So naturally, I'm feeling the pressure to ask her to be my girlfriend, to which I'm pretty sure she'd say yes. No problem, right? Well, the thing is, I still find myself attracted to other girls right now. The last thing I'd ever want to do is even think about flirting with another girl while I have a girlfriend. So that's kind of my biggest reservation right now. She's a great girl, the type you wife up. I just don't don't feel like I'm totally co- committed just yet. I know it feels horrible even just typing that. Does this make me a shitty douche that I don't feel ready to be her boyfriend? Is it okay to keep doing what we're doing without DTR? Betches, help me treat this girl right. Sincerely, dude betch. Maybe important details. I'm 27, live in a house down the shore with some friends. She's 22 and lives with her parents. That's what makes me think he listens because he knew to include some details um, that we would want. Yeah, and frequent use of the word fuckboy. Yeah. <laughs> isn't it interesting? Isn't it nice to well, get an email from someone who doesn't want to be a fuckboy? It is. It's, I'm it's really refreshing. excited about I think this a lot one. of guys don't really want to be a fuckboy. They just don't know how. Yeah, um, there's fair. also, he has another question, but we'll address that after the, oh, the regular question. That'll be um, yeah. So for this, I think that I think this is a commonly felt thing, probably around among more guys than girls. Although I'm sure there are girls that feel that way too. Yeah. Um, and I think that it's okay. You can you should never apologize for your feelings. It doesn't make you a douchebag for feeling a certain way. I think what makes you a douchebag or a fuckboy is if you don't if you're not open with those feelings, if you're not honest about them. So right. in my opinion, you can still keep dating her, still keep hanging out with her. It sounds like you like her. It just sounds like you're not quite there yet so i think as long and as long as you vocalize that to her and you say that i don't think you should wait for her to ask i think you should preemptively say that tell her you're like still trying to take it slow then like really no matter like that's all you have to do if she decides that she doesn't want to wait then that's like something that you might have to risk and she might stop hooking up with you and like that's that's her everyone has the choice to like ask for what they want and demand what they want and say what they feel and if the other person doesn't agree or isn't okay with it they have the choice to leave so my my in my opinion you should just be honest and just like feel feel out what her reaction is right i would also say okay so just maybe give yourself like a little bit more time like three months is not like a hard deadline like i feel like a lot of people use three months as sort of like a this is like it's now or never like i don't think that it needs to be like three months to the date like of your like first meeting like that this is like (laughs) This is this is the my timeline and if I don't get there by then like it must mean I'm not going to get there like some people take a little longer some relationships take a little longer or shorter but I also think one thing is that like it seems like 
you really like this girl and you see a future with her, like real potential, like the fact that you said you would she's the type to wife up, like maybe waiting till you're like not attracted to any other girls might be like a really long wait. Like when you like completely lose your sexual drive, you might not be attracted to any other girls. Like and also it's okay if you right. It's also okay to find other girls attractive and like maybe even to like kind of talk to them like to talk to other girls as long as you're not like being unfaithful and carrying on like a serious emotional relationship or sexual or yeah but i'm i'm saying sex of course not sexual but even emotional but like it's okay if you find other girls attractive don't you find like victoria's secret models attractive even if you're married for 50 years like i think what it comes down to is like okay so you want to meet another hook up with other people i think that's like a natural he didn't say that i'm saying yeah, but okay, let's say even if he did. Let's yeah. see these other girls. He finds them attractive. If he didn't have this girl, he would try to hook up with them. Right. right? Like, so I think what you have to weigh then is like, I I like this person. Is is being able, because I think that a lot of guys always like, are, I don't think you can stop a guy. It's in their natural tendency to like be attracted to women. I don't think right. like, maybe again, there are girls like that too, but I think like right. guys are like that, pretty, pretty, yeah. pretty visual and like, they're attracted to women. That's right. not going to change if you're married for 30 years or if right. you just started dating someone. That's not like right. so crazy. I think it's just about like the trade off. So it's like, like is would this doing would hooking up with this person, which would hurt this other person, is that worth it to me? Or would I prefer to have a like trusting, secure bond with this person, invest more time into like being right. with this person because I think in ultimately that will make me happier. Right. And again, it also might just be that like you're not really there yet. Like you're just you're right. not there yet. Like maybe like maybe the trade off isn't quite flipped enough at this moment, but that doesn't mean that it's like not going to be. And like it doesn't seem like this girl is giving you an ultimatum, right? Because that was not mentioned. It doesn't even seem like you're really like dying to hook up with like one or many other specific people. It just seems like there's a bit of like a desire for like the freedom to do it. And like I think all guys think that like pretty. I, I really do think that that's like. Kind of just a, inherent right. there's in being a, freedom, a guy. There's a freedom, like security yeah. trade off. Yeah, like I wouldn't like beat yourself up over this. Like it's like I feel like this is like one of like the best questions we've ever like gotten about the way a guy treated a girl. I think it's okay to still be unsure. If you're still unsure after six months, it's a little weird. Yeah, right. I it, would I would get out if you're st- after six months. You're like kind of over it or like not kind of still feeling the same way because i think right. that by that point you should know and it, that you should definitely say something by right. that point but again thinking that you need to like eliminate all attraction to every other female is unrealistic right like the, you kind of i don't think st- yeah, like, i don't think even it's when about you're that. in a relationship you're gonna still be attracted to other girls right well it's like the extent to which you're attracted to other girls where it's right. like okay like even girls like i could see a guy and think he's hot but like the the the, the you're a girl. Am it's I, different. Right. But it's like, am I going to act on it? Like, no, because if I'm in a relationship, because there's right. a sense of like, this isn't worth it. So if you don't feel, if you feel like it is worth it to hook up with someone else after right. like six months, I would say you're not that into her. But again, I'm not even getting that from this guy. He's like, help me. He's literally said, betches, help me treat this girl right. I'm not getting the no, vibe he that just, he's. Yeah. He wants even... to treat the girl right, but he also like doesn't want to like commit right. unless he's ready. Right. I think so he's... I think that like. Maybe he's into it. Maybe he's not timing again is everything. Maybe he's right. just like not in a place where he, like that trade off is worth it for him. And that's okay. The important right. thing is honesty. Right. This is okay. So he had a second thing, which I actually really like. P.S. Side debate for the podcast. How would these fall in order of a typical relationship? 
One, meeting the parents. Two, boyfriend-girlfriend status. Three, saying I love you. And four, sex. Not in this order. We're okay. going to make our own order. Um, I think, obviously, I think that there's, for, it depends culturally, but I would probably say sex, sex. is first. Yeah. <laughs> unless you are of, like, unless you're religious or, like, have specific moral things, guidelines. That will things, be first. That's fine. And then. I would say typ- two, typically sex is first. Two, boyfriend-girlfriend status, or depending on, like, the the circumstances, maybe meeting the parents. Mm, I don't think so. I think maybe. it depends. Like, it's kind Normal, of I think normally, normally, not really. Gr- boyfriend girlfriend status, then meeting the parents, then I love you. I think one, and I think meeting the parents and saying I love you are a little interchangeable. You can introduce yeah. someone. To, I think if you have a boyfriend, that's, you can introduce oh, them to your parents yeah. without saying I love you. I actually you. agree with you. I don't know why I said that. I don't. I think like most of the time that actually comes uh, before the I love you, but I think it depends. It's it, not hard. Not yeah, hard yeah. It depends. Yeah, but, but I would I say would typically, say, definitely, sex, boyfriend, boyfriend girlfriend, girlfriend status, then meeting. But then he, meeting the parents, then saying I love you. Right. I do think that like circumstances can right. like. I di- think those are not those are not things. hard. Yeah, it's like if you have an ex- if you have a reason why like she met your parents before you were technically like right. saying boyfriend girlfriend. Not like that every crazy. relationship is a special snowflake. <laughs> um, <laughs> can you not say things like that? <laughs> Sorry. Like never. No, I was being. I was joking. I know. Okay. No, I was joking. I would never be sincere or eager. Don't worry. Yeah. God forbid. Um, okay. Let's play some games. Okay. Would you? Okay. This is a question from listener Caitlin. Mm-hmm. She says, "Would you rather have diamond grill or have no teeth with no chance of dentures or veneers?" Diamond grill, yo. I think like diamond grill, just because teeth are like very important. Yeah. Just like physically, for eating, efficiency too. wise. Yeah. Like not having teeth. I love soup, but <laughs> I don't think I want to commit to only eating that for the rest of my life. Yeah, and also like it's ugly. Diamonds. At so least we're diamond at least you have a girls. lot of stuff going on. At least your mouth is very expensive. Yeah, you can pretend there's like some reason. For, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's diamond grill. Diamond Hard grill. question though. Yeah. Okay. Um, would you rather never get married or get married every year to a new man? Ugh, I don't know. I think never get married. If I yeah. could, I could still be in a relationship. I would say, like, never get married. Right, especially because, like, what would you do? Like, you'd spend like the whole year, like, getting being, married and then getting yeah. divorced. You could get married again right. next year. Seems all. It seems it's just like, like logistically. It challenging. just seems very tiring. Never. But rather just watch Netflix. Yeah, you could also just like yeah. live as if married while not be. Marriage is just like signing a legal contract. I oh oh, you're saying like you could just be like you could in just a live as if you were married and then not be married. Right, you like who says that you can't just be like Goldie if the question, Hawn and what if Kurt it's Russell. like what if the question changed to like would you rather be like single and alone your whole life or get married every right. year? That's how I interpreted the question. Oh which was I didn't even I mean I gave you the question, but I didn't even like um I interpreted it as like you are single and alone versus get married every year to a new man. Okay, well that's harder. <sighs> like you can't ever date someone or you're not like maybe let's say you can't date them for more than a month. <sighs> That's like actually hard. Um, I would just have a series of very small. <laughs> yeah, same. I think prenup, I have a ton of prenups. <laughs> right, but every year for what? the rest of your life, you yeah, get it's married? like by the time it would be like the third year, I would have like the whole documents like pretty nailed down. I could just like give it to them. They sign. I have the divorce papers ready. But you I have a new guy lined up. I would have to. I guess this is like part of how it how it goes right i i guess if i knew that that was like something i did i would just have all these papers handy i'd hand them to the guy he would this would be like a really good movie yeah it would but it's like okay here's the thing you would have to like 
the emotional roller coaster of like getting married, like like all the time. Like I just I don't think I can handle it. I would probably just be single. <laughs> That's fair. Then I, all I have to worry about is myself and not, like, this person who I know is, like, going to be over in a year. I would probably just, like, divorce them sooner so that I could be always alone <laughs> anyway because I wouldn't want to deal with it. Yeah. Relationships are, like, uh, really annoying. Um, anyway. Um, what Especially you, when you like the which person. Which brings us to what are your thoughts on extravagant weddings? Um, you would think that I would like extravagant weddings based on the fact that I generally like extravagant things. But I personally think extravagant weddings are dumb. And, um, like, if you want to give me an extravagant wedding for free, right. like, I'll take it. Well, but, like, like it's basically, like, buying, like, a Lamborghini and driving it off a cliff. And I'd rather have all of the stuff. And then everyone sends you, like, a, like, uh, a, like, crystal plate yeah. after you drive it off the cliff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like, oh, this is... You get, right. like... You get like a hand painted menorah for right. your troubles. <laughs> right. And it's like, okay, also like from the, Bloomingdale's. Right. From your registry. It's just like, okay, extravagant weddings, like if you want to give me one, if like like someone wants to pay for it for me, like I'll take it. But like the thought of like spending my own money on having like an extravagant wedding that like everyone else I know has, it like it's always the right. same. Like like every wedding, like you see every freaking weekend, like, oh, how many like so oh, cliche. who got married at the plaza? Who got married at the Pierre? Who got married at like the Cedar right. Lake Estates like Vineyards? The same like fucking like event every week. Yeah, it's like so why don't dumb. they just keep the flowers like every week? Like it's just so everyone you, should just get married together. Like you just <laughs> do the same thing over and over again, and like, oh, your wedding hashtag is like so creative, and like you have your photo booth, and like everyone does the same thing. Right. And it's just like, how many times can you like? It's like it's almost tacky because it's always the same. Right. If it was like one wedding a year, it would be like, oh, great, everyone has this like wedding right. that they're going to and like they're excited about. But it's like. How many of your friends have to get married like week after week after week for you to be like, this isn't special anymore. Like, I don't care. This isn't really about right. like the wedding. This is just about like me attending another party of someone trying to compete with like the person whose last wedding they went to. Yeah. Like thinking that it'll make them like seem cooler and building it up as like the best day of their life. Like I think it, it's great to have a celebration of your of course. union. Yeah. Like a fun thing, but like not something that's just like so similar to what everyone else has in that sense of like I'm just doing this to show you how much money I can have. Um, right. But I agree with your point about about like the actual money spent. I think if you're like saving for like I would never like have a big wedding and then forego something else. Me either. Cuz like, the other things are probably better. This right. is a, this lasts literally 6 hours. Like you don't even like Remember it. Okay, you have pictures, but your pictures literally look like everyone else's right. pictures because you all had the same stupid florist. You all had the same ph photographer that took the same shots. And it's like sometimes like the first time you see like a beautiful wedding like in photos, like you're like, wow, that's that's right. gorgeous. Like the but now I've literally returns. seen the same ex pretty much exact wedding 35 times at least right like who and it's gives like, a shit it right like, it like doesn't even look nice anymore it just looks tacky because it's, it's all so thing. overdone and it's all the same and it's like why are you spending your money on this like right i mean Weddings, i guess your parents are spending what it. is like the bag that everyone has it's like that celine yeah it's like a it's just like who cares it's like a celine luggage tote from t 2010. Ugh, we are so like, not down to earth at all. Yeah. This is well, like we don't want the extravagant absurd. wedding, so at least 
you know. Yeah, we don't want the extra. Well, I mean, like, I would, ha- again, like, I would take it. Right, <laughs> right. I'd take it, but, like. Right, but I'm not going to, like, actually give up anything. And then here's the thing is that, like, everyone has to write, like, this is the best night of my life with my best friend. Like, yeah. Um, um, Maybe like, you feel they feel that way. No, I'm sure they feel that way because they pay. Like, can you imagine paying, like, $150,000 to not write that? But more. This was, a, this was more. like, a pretty it's more. Good, whatever. Hi, I'm saying. Way more. Whatever. Some are more, yeah. some are not. Just I'm just imagining like saying like I had like a pretty good time. It was all right, <laughs> right? Like I was a little stressed about like this, 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 and this, right. which you know they were, right? But all oh, I wish I could have drank when everyone else was blacked yeah. out. I'll be honest though, if I if someone gave me the amount that what like your standard PR wedding costs, if someone gave that to me in cash and said spend this on your wedding, I would do something completely different than that. I would what like would you do? I would probably like fly my closest family and friends somewhere interesting and like just get do, married like, there. <laughs> and no and do like a low key wedding there. Like what would you do with all the extra money? It wouldn't be extra because I would be spend all the money on flying, on flying everyone, there. everyone there and maybe like I don't know exactly what it would look like, but it would just not be that. Well, I hope that scenario happens to you because Me um, too. Who's gonna give me that who's gonna give me that money? Is it from one of those games where we play where I have to suffer for like some minimum Probably. amount of money? You have to like have like an obese man sit on your lap on an airplane or something. And then I'll be able to afford afford my extravagant wedding in Switzerland where I fly all the people Please who speak matter somewhere to me. hot. I'm gonna want a tan. Anyway. You <laughs> It's not about you. If you have any more suggestions for what are your thoughts on or would you rather or she'd fuck Mary. Or if you want to tell us your about your wedding. Right. Or please don't unless it's like really interesting. Um, anyway, please email us at slapped at Betches.com. That's S-L-A-P-P-E-D at Betches.com. Oh, and if you're interested in more Bill O'Reilly type um, bullshit. bullshit hearing from us in a funny way, hearing us talk about politics or something like slightly more serious than The Bachelor or The Kardashians, please sign up for the Betches Sup at Betches.co slash sup. Slash sup sign up. All one word, no spaces. Again, betches.co slash sup sign up. It's like, you know, your daily newsletter email, but without the birthdays. It's the best. All right. It's really funny. Bye, guys. Bye. Betches.